Welcome back. I love this topic because we're talking about what is a lifestyle business? What do you really want? And I want to talk about uh, kind of the uh, the interaction between three elements, a lifestyle business, leverage, and impact. And if you're an expert, if you're a coach, consultant, it's easy to get trapped in a business that doesn't fit you. You know, in the real estate business, Mike Ferry is kind of like the legend. He's the, the godfather of real estate coaching. And he's in his 80s and is still going out, speaking to live audiences, doing his live seminars. He's speaking in real estate offices. Um, that's the lifestyle he wants. It's not the lifestyle that I want. I wouldn't consider that a lifestyle business. And then uh, on the other side of the spectrum, you've got some experts that set the goal of building a business that runs completely without them and uh, maybe throws off a high profit that allows them to essentially retire. Uh, Richard Koch, a hero of mine, is a good example. You know, he's an expert who's a former consultant and he's an author, but mostly he uh, made his money off of investment. And so he just works a few hours in the morning communicating with the leaders of the companies that he is invested in. And then that leaves the rest of the day to, you know, think and write and write his book and tool around his properties and stuff like that. He doesn't do any one-on-one coaching or mentoring. So he's not in the coaching business, but he is, a, a, I would call him a, an expert, a business expert and, a, uh, and an author. Some experts look at that and go, oh my God, that's the most amazing thing. Uh, I don't want to, you know, I, I want to just invest in companies or I want to build something that, that, that I then sell and I ride off into the sunset. For me, I want something a little bit different and I, and I call it a lifestyle business and you might resonate with this. And I want to go a little bit deeper in this because I feel like if you're going to be kind of in this world of micro-famous and, and if it's helpful to understand where is the advice coming from and what's the ultimate goal of the things that we're talking about? Why do we talk so much about building real enduring influence, attracting ideal clients? Uh, why do we talk so much about those things um, as opposed to other, other things? Where is this going? Well, it's going towards the goal of building a lifestyle business. So for me, uh, I genuinely enjoy certain elements of the client work. I, I enjoy helping people figure out their marketing strategy, their messaging, the ideal client they want to attract, uh, the point of view they want to put out into the world, you know, the big valuable problem they want to solve. That's where I get that sense of fulfillment and impact. So my ideal business doesn't take me out of that work. It just adds a ton of leverage to that work so that I make a high profit and a good lifestyle and a good business off of doing the things that are in my unique abilities. Now, just a quick side note for the introverts out there. If you're on the introverted side like me, we absolutely have to have leverage, right? Because we don't get back a, a ton of energy from our social interactions. So for the interactions that we do have, those interactions need to be highly leveraged, right? Uh, a conversation that you have on a podcast is leveraged because you've got hundreds or thousands of other people hearing that conversation. You know, a book is leveraged because people can find it in a bookstore. They don't have to talk to you to get your point of view. They can pick up your book on Amazon or in a bookstore. That's leverage. If you're the more introverted on that spectrum you are, the more leverage you need uh, in order to market and get the business that you want. Let's, let's go back to the ultimate question of the episode, which is what do you really want? And what do you really, really want? You know, the ideal person for Microfamous isn't someone who's building a coaching consulting company to sell or a speaker author who wants to be on the road doing 150 speaking gigs a year. You know, I know people that have done all those things and they all sound great at first, but once you get close to them, you realize that they're kind of jealous of the people that have built lifestyle businesses. Um, some of them are so driven that they can't help but do those things. They're so driven they can't help but say yes to every speaking opportunity. Or they're so driven that they can't turn off uh, the drive. And so they end up building a company that they then sell, even though that wasn't their original intention. They just can't help it. They've just got the motor and the drive and the economic drive and all that stuff that it just, it, that's just, that's just the way they are. And they look at the people that are building lifestyle businesses and going, man, I wish I could do that. Uh, you, so you got to understand that those things that are outwardly more 
achievement driven, outwardly more economically driven, you know, the things that'll put you on the Inc. 5000 fastest growing list and, and all that stuff and the Forbes Council and, you know, just those kind of the, those outer recognitions of, of success in this kind of expert world that we run in. Uh, those are all great. But at the end of the day, when you talk to those people that have done it, you realize that a lot of them are workaholics and some of them are that way by choice. Some of them are not. Some of them wish they could be different. So in the world of Microfamous, we're building lifestyle businesses. I would define that as a business that makes an impact, but still gives us a great, enjoyable, sustainable life of freedom in the process, right? Freedom and impact. So if, you, uh, if you're building a lifestyle business, and which, which is the same thing that I'm doing, you're probably like me, right? You're driven more by freedom and impact than you are by economics and public achievement. You're much more intentional and strategic about who you serve and who you take on. You're probably still involved in some key part of the business that uses your unique ability because that's where you get your impact and fulfillment from. And then you're looking for leverage so that you can only be involved in those few things that use your, your unique ability and everything else in the business is taken care of by systems and people. That leverage comes in a few forms because like on the operations side, the client service side, that leverage typically means systems and people. But on the marketing side, leverage is a little bit different. Yes, you can absolutely have marketing systems and you can have people involved in your marketing and that's all amazing. But the ultimate form of leverage on marketing is influence. It is the ultimate form of leverage. You know, when you think about how much easier it is for someone like Tony Robbins to run Facebook ads to fill up an event than if you went out and ran Facebook ads to fill up your event. And the difference isn't just that Tony Robbins has published books or that he's been around a long time or that he's spoken and stuff like that. Lots of people have been around for a long time. Lots of people have written great books. Lots of people have spoken all over the place. It's that Tony Robbins broke through to a point where he hit that tipping point of influence and he became known for one thing and he stayed known for that one thing this whole time. He hasn't changed and he hasn't done 17 different things. He's always been known for, you know, personal transformation can happen in an instant and his events are designed to deliver that experience of personal transformation in an instant, right? So he's broken through and built that level of influence. And that influence that he built is real and enduring. There's just no leverage on the marketing side if you have no influence. It doesn't matter how many agencies you hire. It doesn't matter how many Facebook ads you run. It doesn't matter how many interns you have. It doesn't matter how many podcasts you get in interviewed on. If you can't turn that into influence because you don't have the right point of view, the right belief system, the right bold opinions, the right clear and compelling idea that you're putting into the world, then you end up having no leverage. All you did was just a bunch of sales activities. And of course, sales always works. I've said this before, there were, sales will never not work. Sales will always, always, always work. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's no leverage in sales. Sales is you talking to people one-to-one -one or one-to-a-group or whatever and delivering a message and then you know having to close people, sign people, get, up on, get them on calls, all this stuff. That's sales. That will never not work, but there's no leverage in that. So if you really want a true lifestyle business where you're only involved in the few things where you're uniquely impactful, and everything else is taken care of by systems and people, then you've got to have leverage and that means influence. There's only so much you can do on the marketing side without influence. So that's why Microfamous, just the brand and everything that I do, starts with the goal of making you famously influential to the right people because influence is leverage. To me, influence is the ultimate form of leverage on the marketing side. When you've built real enduring influence in your space, Ideal clients come more easily, their sales cycles are shorter, they don't require as much interaction from you to sign up. And then on the flip side, when they become clients, that's the marketing side. Now, what happens with the client service side if you have influence? Well, when they become clients, they actually take action, which is, which is nice. When you give them a piece of advice, they go, okay, I, I like that, let's go do that. And then they get results. 
which creates great testimonials. It builds your reputation in the industry. It delivers amazing word of mouth and all that feeds into attracting new clients. That's the power of influence. Not only does it help you to get new clients, it even helps you on the client service side and on the outgoing word of mouth referral side. That's why influence is like the beating heart of Microfamous. So I just want to return in closing to the question, what do you really want? Do you want the outward achievement of building something really, really impressive? Do you have this insatiable drive to make more and more money or to build generational wealth that's going to impact people throughout, you know, many, many lifetimes? Those are all amazing things. But if you're the right person for Microfamous, you probably want to turn your expertise into a business that delivers freedom and impact. That's what kind of makes you my kind of person. And you'll like the Microfamous system and what we talk about here. So the more clarity you have on what you want, the faster you can get there. And that's what Microfamous is about, is giving you a system that helps you get to the goal faster, where you are famously influential, you attract ideal clients, and you're building a lifestyle business around your expertise without having to spend all day on social media. You want leverage. The only way to get a lifestyle business is you've got to have leverage, and influence is the ultimate form of leverage. So that's what I've got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to leave a review. Make sure to follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever app that you might be using. Uh, that is very important for the algorithm to know that you're enjoying it uh, and that you actually want to see those episodes again. And of course, then the more people that hit follow, uh, the more people will see it because those various apps will kind of recommend the show alongside other shows they think that people will like. So that's very important. So whether it's this show or other shows that you listen to, remember to hit that follow button on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because that is very, very important to helping the show get seen by other people and to make sure that you see the latest episodes when they come out. And with that, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.